My friends, you if you're a live streamer, you will want to watch this entire video that I'm making. I'm actually filming this in my studio as a live stream on Twitch and then I'm recording, using the recording and putting that up on YouTube. What I'm going to do here is share my nine years of streaming experience with you and this will really help you as a live streamer, as a content creator. What's up, TRG36WWE, nice to see you live. I'm going to share the key lessons and takeaways what I've learned in nine years of streaming. And uh, first I can say streaming, if you wanna be a streamer, what's up, LeJoker TV, nice to see you. It's a challenge. This is a tough line of work to be in, mentally especially. So uh, it, I want to dispel any illusion that streaming is just a dream job. What's up, Queen I Am One, nice to see you today. I'm, I'm re recording this and I hope this will make a great video clip on YouTube and an interactive experience on Twitch. So number one lesson first. Oh, you know what? You probably want to know who I am and why I'm li worth listening to if you haven't seen me before. So let me show you. This is my YouTube channel. I've got over 30 million views on my YouTube channel. Big successes and big failures on my YouTube channel. Lisa, nice to see you. T. Johnson, what's up? How are you doing today? Let me know what you'd like me to share more about here. On my Facebook page, millions of followers verified that it's annoying to pull the analytics up so over 27 million views on Facebook you can take my word for it and I made over a hundred thousand dollars in 2021 streaming games on Facebook last year and uh, we'll scroll over to twitch now twitch is the area I've put the least amount of effort into over the years and one of my biggest learning lessons I have to share here what's up Aaron good to see you today so you can see I've I've completed some cool things on twitch you know I've had I've streamed thousands of hours on twitch most of it was multi streaming I've had uh, you know thousands of watch hours as many as 250 viewers at the same time you know we've done good work on twitch and on my TikTok. I've had a few videos go viral. I've got millions of views on my TikTok as well. And here's my YouTube channel today where I put clips from my live streams. This is the best place to watch. And then my Twitch channel, this is the only place I live stream. So the most powerful lesson I can give is what I'm actually doing. What's up, Minitron86? This is just for you as a streamer. And each of you also streams. I think you'll find this really useful today. So the number one lesson I've got that I've learned out of all this is you need, if you want to be a streamer, you need to focus on a platform that it will be most supportive for you at building a community over the long term. And I have done, I've done Twitch exclusively, streaming several different things, music, gaming, things like this, etc. I've done some TikTok streams, but not that many exclusively. I have friends who've done very well on TikTok that I've learned from. I've streamed exclusively at various points on YouTube, both on my main YouTube channel and a new YouTube channel. And I streamed a lot on Facebook exclusively, and I've multi-streamed everywhere. What I can say is multi-streaming sucks. It's too distracting. There's too many different things going on. What you want to do is to go all in on Twitch as your streaming platform. After nine years of streaming, I can see Twitch is a very good, the best platform for live streaming. 
at building a community, there's no algorithm between me and you. If you're following me, you can easily keep up with me for years just on your list of follow channels. There's no algorithm. The notifications work really well and people are used to watching streams on Twitch. Now, I've had big success streaming on Facebook and YouTube before and I've gotten a little bit on TikTok as well. And what I can say is Twitch is the place to do your live streams. Don't stream anywhere else. It's a distraction and uh, there's better things to do on these other platforms. So what I do now is I just stream on Twitch. I do not stream anywhere else. If you want to watch me live, Twitch is the only place to watch me live. I'm done going live everywhere else. And then I can use these other platforms if I choose to put videos out that bring people to Twitch if desired. That's the ideal formula because I've learned you do not want to be all in on one platform either as Yes, it can work well in the short term. I went all in on Facebook for a couple of years, made hundreds of thousands and blew up and then uh, get demonetized and it all crumbles and it drives home the value of diversity. And the two platforms I use today, I actually don't use Facebook anymore and I don't use TikTok anymore and Instagram and Twitter to me are not even worth talking about, which is why I didn't even put them on here. Queen I am, thank you in advance from sharing your highs and lows to help the community. Hey, that's one thing that I have to offer because I often feel like such a failure with all the huge successes I've had. And if you look at my present Twitch stats, you know, there's a few people watching. My mind consistently thinks there should be more, more money, more followers, more prestige. And the one reason I've had such highs and lows is because at very I've I've jumped between platforms. At various points I've focused all in on YouTube. At various points I was grinding really hard on TikTok. Facebook, I put a ton of energy exclusively into growing my Facebook. And there were little times where I focused on Twitch. And the main takeaway is if you're streaming, make Twitch your home and then put other stuff out like videos on these other platforms. On Facebook, the reason you don't want to stream on Facebook is because it's incredibly unreliable as a streaming platform and you never want to make your home on a weak foundation. Facebook and TikTok have weak foundations. Facebook, you can very easily, and tons of creators have got demonetized. I got flagged a limited originality of content when I was a partner. They quickly addressed that and cleaned that up for me even though some other partners had trouble with that. Now that I'm not a partner anymore, and they, nobody can be bothered to help me with that. I've been demonetized more than six months off a single post just because people didn't like it. What I was saying was completely within the law, completely within the terms and conditions, and shared from a genuine spirit of love, and I made all that clear. It didn't matter. People didn't like what I had to say. Reported, Facebook demonetized. And this is very common. So Facebook is a very weak foundation. You can grow and explode quickly as I did, but you can also collapse. It's a house of cards. Nice to see you, Steve. Dude, I was feeling kind of depressed this morning. And if you're a creator, a streamer, that's part of the creative process. And what you want to do is use that to your advantage to create things that are more useful. On TikTok, I experienced TikTok's the absolute worst place to live stream. It is also a house of cards. The censorship 
is severe on TikTok. I've had more videos taken down on TikTok than everywhere else combined. Everywhere else combined. I even got my account permanently banned after putting up a video asking if perhaps Vladimir Putin was getting influenced by aliens, which, I mean, that's a question worth considering permanent ban. And I, I asked them to take put my account back up. They did right away, but it killed the video, which was going viral. And TikTok is absolute disgusting platform in terms of censorship, in terms of not having a strong foundation. Followers on TikTok are almost meaningless. Let me show you. So I've got 29,000 followers on TikTok. Look, there's 68 views on this video. I mean, this is as bad as Facebook. The, the followers are pretty much worthless also. Two million followers. Well, you know, this post went out more than usual and it got 28 likes. Look at nine likes on this one. Two million followers. Look at the insights on this thing. 5,000 impressions. I mean, that's a low, low ratio. Now, I got a lot of my followers off of Facebook ads and off of unrelated areas. And this is why Twitch is so good for live streaming because Twitch followers actually really mean something. And yes, LeJoker TV is sharing the same kind of thing of Facebook. He said, and Hitman Gaming, large or small, you can upload a photo to your Facebook page and get demonetized your whole thing over it. And you can, yeah, you, LeJoker TV on Twitch is saying that he lost access to his stars for 90 days for a single photo he uploaded that he deleted and it doesn't even matter. What's up, Michael? Nice to see you today. Yeah, so... Twitch is a strong foundation in terms of when somebody follows you on Twitch, they will have it. There's no algorithm between you and them coming back. Whereas when somebody, and this is why I stopped streaming on YouTube. On YouTube, there my live streams mostly go out to people following me and there's an algorithm. The YouTube notifications do not work very well. In fact, I've seen a, a streamer murder show. He's have like 500 or 1,000 people watching his YouTube live stream at once, and he encourages people to follow him on Twitch so they actually get notified when he goes live. YouTube live streaming, the community is not there for YouTube live streaming that it is for Twitch. So the ideal system, do all your lives on Twitch, and then what I'm doing is taking clips like this. This little part of my Twitch stream, so this is part of my Twitch stream right here. I take this little part of my Twitch stream that'll probably be like 20 minutes and then I I go over here on my stream deck. I hit record when I start talking, hit record when I stop talking and then I just upload the clip of this to my YouTube channel. And to me, the ideal formula for me personally since I can't stand Facebook or TikTok or Instagram as creative platforms. I can't stand these two to me have just like a dark negative energy about them. It's all about sucking your time and attention and and turning it into profit. Like straight up matrix draining your battery as a creator, giving you as little as they can in return. Twitch and YouTube have a different energy to me where it's more of an open experience. Like you can certainly get into that on each platform, but there's also a really strong community uh, and th there's a lot more positivity on both of these platforms, a lot more freedom of choice and opinion on these two platforms. And that's just me though. So you gotta figure out what platforms you vibe with. I used to vibe with Facebook for a while and for a while I was vibing with TikTok, but here's the thing. YouTube and Twitch work very well together. 
because YouTube is primarily long-form content. And if you're watching a live stream, that's primarily long-form content. Let me shout out some more people. What's up? E-A-F. This information is really valuable, which is why I'm sharing it. So I appreciate you being here. RD2K23. I'm happy to see you here. Another streamer from Facebook. Michael, hope you're doing good today. All right, so if you feel like sharing your Twitch streams to Facebook groups or doing shorts, that's great. What I've learned in nine years of streaming is that what works for me is not necessarily what works for you. I've done a lot of shorts, hundreds of shorts. And what I've found is that people seeing reels and TikToks and shorts on YouTube rarely convert into followers that want to watch me live. Now, if you and on on YouTube, people watch my shorts, rarely subscribe and then actually watch my long videos. And on Facebook, the reels were not often translating to live viewers. However, I've seen streamers that have, have done good building off of reels. On TikTok, again, it's such a house of cards, it's, it's barely worth mentioning. And the amount of people when you put a TikTok that will convert to following on Twitch is pretty small. However, trust your own energy. If you love TikTok, if you love Facebook, for God's sakes, don't let me stop you from doing what you love. But if you're thinking you should do TikTok or you should do Facebook, shoot all over yourself and don't do that. What I'm doing that's really simple because in nine years of streaming, I've learned your time is extremely valuable. And my goal if you wanna grow on Twitch, you really need to be live as often as possible. Because what's the point of building all these followers if I'm not actually live? If you're not live on Twitch, you basically don't exist. And if you're live on Twitch, you can grow followers directly on Twitch. Now the discovery on Twitch, if you've got zero viewers, you need to work it usually from another platform to bring them over. So to me, YouTube and Twitch work extremely well together. I found a bunch of streamers to watch on Twitch through YouTube. I search for a game, they put their Twitch stream up on YouTube as a video on demand, I go follow them on Twitch. Those two work really well together. I've certainly seen streamers blow up off TikTok videos especially. However, I mean, I'm talking I've got millions of views on TikTok and maybe a few hundred followers over to Twitch. The ratio is extremely small. What the ratio with YouTube, all right, so in the second big thing, YouTube and Twitch make earning income very easily. What's up, Mustang Gaming Live? Nice to see you, thanks for watching. Any questions you have about streaming, now's a great time to watch them. Now, Facebook can make earning income very easy sometimes, like with uploading reels. TikTok takes a huge percentage of your income. You basically, again, don't even want to mess with it most of the time. Now, YouTube, what you don't want to do is be all in on one platform. Like, I was almost all in on Facebook. I was doing a little multi-streaming, but I was very heavily focused on Facebook. And when I got demonetized, I was making 10 grand a month demonetized, almost all my income gone. That's what you don't wanna do. So you want to split your income ideally between at least YouTube and Twitch. And if you've got all day, if you're, if you're single and you live at home with your parents and you don't have a job and you can put 10, 12 hours a day into building yourself up as a streamer, then sure, by all means, try and, try and put it up everywhere. But like me, I got about four hours a day 
and I'd like to do about three and a half live on Twitch, maybe 30 minutes to take the clips and upload them on YouTube. I got no time to do shorts. I've tested paying people to make shorts. I've tested making them themselves. And the ideal formula to me is to be, to just stream on Twitch and then put clips up on YouTube. And then from there I've got, I get income on YouTube from ad revenue. I get followers over on Twitch. I The Twitch income has been much better than the YouTube income for live streaming. If on my Twitch, I made over $100 in the first week that I switched over in terms of my earnings. So people gave over $250 actually to Twitch. I made, that's much more than I got in a month streaming on YouTube. Hey, what's up, Shannon? Nice to see you today. I'm going to, I'll answer your question right now. Faithful Mommy, thanks for asking that. So Faithful Mommy says, can I ask an honest question? How are you making 100,000 in a year? Was that from donations or stars? So uh, I had an incredible system on Facebook gaming I was using that the Facebook, somebody that worked at Facebook actually contacted me and scheduled a Zoom call with me because they were so impressed with the system I made. So uh, I was making a lot of ad revenue on Facebook because what I was doing, I was filming live streams that were worth watching after I was live. I was playing a bunch of different games and Facebook gave me a bonus on my ad revenue, which I made, I adjusted my entire system of streaming to capitalize on this ad revenue bonus and absolutely went off. So I made tens of thousands in ad revenue on Facebook from people watching my streams after I was live. Now, for some, I've seen other people try and do the same strategy. If you're not a partner, last I checked, you don't even get access to that feature. So I essentially used a feature to make lots of money on Facebook that most people couldn't even do, which unfortunately is, I've learned in nine years of streaming, a lot of the best opportunities are only given to a very small percentage of people. And then if you can use it, yeah, it just makes everything super easy. I also got tens of thousands of dollars in stars and thousands of dollars, probably tens of thousands from supporters and then there were bonuses like for supporters and reels and things like that. And I also got sponsored to do some videos like to play Warzone. I was charging $300 to do a co-stream. That brought in thousands more dollars. And I included in $100,000, I also got thousands in ad revenue from YouTube that year, mostly on videos I'd uploaded years ago that people were still watching, but some on newer videos. So it was, you know, my entire business online made over 100,000. I made over 70,000 in 2021 directly on Facebook. Like Facebook actually paid me that. Then there were tens of thousands more made indirectly from streaming on Facebook it came directly to me, but it wasn't actually paid by Facebook. Things like direct donations via Streamlabs, things like sponsorships, things like whatever else I said already. <laughs> However, that, that all faded away almost immediately. And it's taught me the value of building a very strong foundation and getting people to come to one place. Kurt says, I bet you wish you didn't call yourself a black guy. Absolutely not. I have no regrets. I have no regrets. And in fact, this has been a very valuable experience for me. 
because a lot of times you get teaching in a way, for example, I put a video up showing how I was making 10,000 a month on Facebook, but that wasn't something most people could actually do. Whatever the initial, however I was doing my streams and I was getting all the ad revenue and all the followers off of playing these retro games, I watched other people try and do it and it didn't work for them. It wouldn't work unless you had a big following already and were making ad revenue off of partners and you, I don't know, yeah, so no, the reason I lost my Facebook partnership is because of how people reacted to me coming out and saying, look, I'm changing my race that I've identified as white and uh, I'm changing that to black. That is perfectly legal within the law because there are no objective legal standards for defining a person's race. It is all subjective, whatever other people think. There's no objective legal standard. And it doesn't matter why I in particular, all these, what I've learned in nine years of streaming is you need to look at general trends and patterns and stop focusing on individual stories and, and looking at the past in terms of well, why this happened. What I can see is from all the stories and all the experience I've seen, Facebook is a very unstable platform to create on. Now, Unstable can be good. You can get, if you're starting from zero, one strategy you could do would be to stream on Facebook Gaming if your friends and family already watch there and then bring them over to Twitch. That's something I've seen a lot of people do successfully because starting from zero on Twitch is very difficult. So you might be able to start streaming on Facebook or TikTok and bring people over to Twitch, but for the long term, you need somewhere, if you want to be a streamer, you need somewhere that's very reliable and where there's no algorithm. I've seen so many people get broken on Facebook through the algorithm. Just, you know, partners that were huge and Facebook just changed the algorithm and destroyed their live stream, destroyed their whole community. Like people following them weren't seeing their streams anymore. I mean, that that happened to me too. Like, you know, to the algorithm did better and worse things for me than anything else did. And that's why in all these years of streaming, you want to really figure out where to focus and have some diversification. And this is the best diversification to have because YouTube offers a lot of earning opportunities. Now, you're not going to be able to start out usually making money on YouTube right away, which is nice because on Twitch, you can start out making money right away and you generally are going to have pretty low odds at losing your monetization on Twitch. When I changed my race, I initially did get suspended on Twitch also. YouTube did not do anything. Neither did any other platform. Just Facebook and Twitch. And then uh, Twitch actually said my account was suspended in mistake after that. And uh, then uh, it gave me a good indicator. Like YouTube and Twitch are pretty solid platforms with more freedom of speech. And TikTok is not at all. So what you... Uh, what I uh, another thing I've learned in my streaming is is you want to make a community that's there that's really supportive. What I uh, and your your objectives when I I was on Facebook I set this objective that I want to get as many views and as big as possible. And you see, I kept. I've been streaming for nine years and have the community I have now because 
I kept focusing on short-term growth instead of long-term viability. I kept going really hard. I would put everything in and push myself too much and burn out. And then I would, I actually quit streaming games twice for over a year. And I've learned you want to have a community that's there that's, that's really supportive. And, uh, and you don't want to tolerate people coming in and trashing your community. Like uh, Kurt, Kurt was being a bit of a pain on the Twitch live. So I just timed Kurt out. That, that's enough. I allowed people on my Facebook stream be, to say anything while I was live because all the drama on my Facebook streams was helping me go viral. When somebody comes in and comments and they comment and other people get mad, Facebook is a platform designed for drama, which if you can bring some drama into your stream in a way that doesn't get you demonetized, you can really go off on there. And in the short term, it can seem like a good idea to be, you know, to just accept anything anyone has to say. Thank you, Bulldog Show and Gaming. Thank you very much for the follow. Would love to know how you found me today or maybe that's just another account Kurt has. I've learned it really matters to think long term and to think in terms of, oh, so one of the last things I wanna make sure to say that I wish I'd said earlier and I'll just do a different version of this another time. People don't switch platforms very easily. I've said this a little bit. Oh, nice, Bulldog Show and Gaming found me in the recommended. That's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm sharing my experience as a streamer here. And uh, the, there's a key lesson. People don't like to switch platforms. I've been very disappointed to see I had tens of thousands of engaged followers on Facebook. Engaged followers are people coming back and watching a bunch of time on my stream over and over and over again. So out of having over two million followers, most of whom were disengaged and not even seeing me, then you got like hundreds of thousands that were seeing things here and there but weren't consistently engaging. Then you know, 10 to 20,000 very engaged followers consistently putting minutes watched in every single week. How many do you think when I said, look, I'm switching over to Twitch because I'm demonetized, how many of those do you think came over and followed on Twitch? About a thousand. And it took a bunch of posts and a bunch of emotion and a bunch of asking about a thousand followers out of, so less than 10% of those who really enjoyed watching on Facebook, less than 10% of the people who were putting a bunch of their time into watching me on Facebook, less than 10% switched over to Twitch. On YouTube, the percentage much higher. There were less people consistently coming back on YouTube, but on YouTube, it was more like 20 or 30% when I switched from live streaming on just YouTube to Twitch. In fact, out of the people really engaged on YouTube, most came over and switched on Twitch. And this is why these two play nice. These two do not play so nice. And this is why you want to... Build your followers in a place that's sustainable over the long term. I put so much effort into building followers on Facebook. And uh, for better or worse, most of them don't want to go anywhere else. And I'm so proud of each of you, like Steve, like Lisa, like Shannon, who uh, came over from Facebook and followed on YouTube and Twitch because most people don't do that. 
And this is why you want to think long-term viability, not short-term growth. And this is what's really hard about streaming. And it's it's hard for everybody. Rather, you know, I noticed that I used to think I wasn't getting enough views on Facebook when I would have hundreds of people watching and getting tens of thousands of views on every single live stream. Because before that, I was getting 500 to 1,000 people watching and getting hundreds of thousands of views per stream. Sometimes there's there's periods where you'll have big ups and big downs, especially on platforms like Facebook and TikTok, but it just it doesn't stick. And I've had some huge ups on YouTube, but because I was in creating in all these different ways and all this different kinds of content, you know, the most of my subscribers don't even see my new videos on YouTube. Twitch is is so consistent but it's consistent to a fault where you know no matter what I stream on Twitch there's an average of about 10 people that watch sometimes it's a little higher like 15 sometimes it's a little lower like 5 but Twitch is extremely consistent it's difficult to get people to come over to Twitch in the first place and it's difficult if you've got nobody watching on Twitch to get anybody else to watch but the beauty is once you do build a community on Twitch. It's very self-sustaining. Now, the income on Twitch often is not enough to support you alone. But it, right now, I combine my Twitch income with my YouTube income, and it's still less than a thousand a month right now. But my wife pays the bills, and uh, that that covers it. If you want to be a streamer, you might need to rely on somebody else to pay the bills for you. You might need to live with your parents, let your spouse work, live with one of your kids. Streaming is often something that is a long grind to even being sustainable in terms of income. But I choose today to do what I do because I love it, because there's nothing I'd rather do. And I choose, I would rather, I choose to focus long term. I've been asking this a lot lately. Where is the best place for me to stream for the long term? Because I'm so sick of thinking short term. I'm tired of thinking about my concurrent viewers now and how many people watched that last live stream. When I've noticed a lot of the best, what you think of as success is built on long term relationships. About half of you here right now live on Twitch have been following me for at least a year. And that's where you start to get a serious connection. I've been following people, my favorite streamer on Twitch, I've been following him over five years now, ETC Kid. He makes fantastic music. I've spent hundreds of hours listening to his music and on his show. And I found him five years ago on Twitch. There's almost nobody, like when I find people on Facebook, I don't use Facebook or TikTok anymore, but when I used to find people on there, you'd be lucky to see me three months later. I found ETC can on Twitch. I stopped using Twitch several times for like six months or a year. I still am following ETC kid and easily able to see his show again. So I've given you all this experience here. If you've got any questions before I wrap the live stream up, or not the live stream, the recording of this up, anything else you think I should cover in the recording. This is my experience and if you feel like you're really struggling as a streamer, that's normal. And one of the worst things that can happen to you as a streamer is to actually have a bit of success and a bit of algorithm because 
at least if you've never had much success in terms of you know making tens of thousands in one month getting you know companies to sponsor your streams thinking you're a big deal for a little while it's a long way back down to being a regular small streamer now and it, we we need that perspective like i've had over 50 million views on things i've created actually over 60 million views if you throw in the tiktok I've had over 60 million views on things I've created and I swear like every other day I feel like a failure as a creator online. And I think that's just a normal part of streaming. And that's the opportunity is I'm looking for consistency. I want a place where I can show up and about the same number of people watching there's slow steady growth where we pick up a new follower pick up a few new followers each day and you know if a follower or two gets disinterested and leaves slow steady growth is ideal for streaming if you blow up it actually often breaks things and ruins things so streaming ultimately needs to be a labor of love and the only reason I'm still streaming is because I absolutely can't find anything else better to do with myself I really can't find anything better to do with myself then go live on Twitch and cut portions of my stream into clips on YouTube. The Toxic Magpie says, do you think it's easier to build a community than maintain it? Yes. I have struggled the most with maintaining and being consistent. And most of the people I see who you would look at and think they're successful in terms of their concurrent viewers on Twitch and the money they're making have been extremely consistent in showing up in the same place with similar kind of content for a long period of time. And uh, this is why this is why Twitch is so good. I think it's the easiest to be consistent on Twitch. And uh, all of these platforms, these platforms, the other ones can help you grow, but they're also more difficult to be consistent on because of the algorithm so I think it's much easier to build a community than maintain it I've I built my TikTok and you know got 29,000 followers fairly easily on there I got to 2 million followers with a bit more effort on Facebook and on YouTube I was able to build hundreds of thousands of subscribers there but yeah maintaining them maintaining them is a real challenge and uh, it's a real challenge when there's you, the algorithm, and then your followers. It's much more difficult. On Twitch, you don't have the algorithm. So it's literally just you connected directly to your followers. In terms of... Twitch just shows people you're following without discriminating based on the type of content. Like, it doesn't matter whether I'm just chatting or whether I'm playing a game. Twitch will show you when I'm live according to the notifications you set and how many viewers are on my stream. Now on YouTube, when somebody subscribes to my YouTube, YouTube is trying to decide whether it should show them my videos or not. And same thing on Facebook and TikTok. So basically, these platforms drive you to make certain kinds of content to hit the algorithm, which is really annoying for maintaining a community over time. So I would suggest... This is why if I could isolate the number one opportunity I've learned with streaming is Twitch. Stream on Twitch. I mean, it's crazy to think how well, how much bigger the community we have. And it's 
there's some parallel universe where I just locked it down and streamed on Twitch the entire time. And yeah, the, I don't know. Either I might have burned out. Who knows what would have happened, but the Twitch community here would be massive if I had done that. Either that or I'd have got banned, maybe. Who knows? And yes, so the another reason you don't want to multi-stream, you want to build your community in one spot, especially for live. As a live streamer, it really helps to have a supportive community who's actually here and where everybody else gets to know each other because as being a live streamer, I'm only about half of the equation. It's the other people you can chat with and the community that develops that is the other half of the equation and then it's the interaction between me and the community that really makes a live stream and this is why it's so hard to get started when it's just you. So what I did to really practice for live streaming before I started live streaming on a regular basis, I filmed thousands of videos. Thousands of videos. So I'm very comfortable talking and streaming to no one. I can just talk an entire, like today, nobody could have showed up for this live stream. And it would have been, you know, probably 90% of it or 80, 80, 90% of it would have been very similar. And then the comments and interactions have added some significant value. Who shot you? What's up? Nice to see you today. Steve Riley says, I think your point of focus will be the key to maintaining followers. Yes. And uh, the, I've found when I've grown the most is when I've focused on uh, you know, a consistent content creation recipe. And then I personally can't be tamed into just doing games or just doing one game. Like These platforms often guide you into doing certain types of content. Whereas what's nice on Twitch, I really have freedom. I can do this on Twitch. I can stream games on Twitch. I can do all that in one single stream on Twitch and then just drop the clips on YouTube and take whatever views I can get there. Whereas when I was streaming on these other platforms, you really need to create your content specifically for the algorithm on those platforms or your existing followers won't even see you, let alone anybody else discovering you. Noel, appreciate you watching here today. Michael says some of the copyright strikes. Yeah, you can you can get flagged on Facebook and YouTube and TikTok very easily. And this is why I say focus on Twitch, but it's also good to put stuff out. You you also need to put things out at a minimum to YouTube, but if you prefer you can put them out to other platforms. You do want to have a diversified presence as a creator because you know, what happens like my Twitch account was suspended two weeks when I changed my race on Facebook and I guarantee you if I had just changed my race and was streaming on Twitch, it would not have went down the same way because Facebook is a drama platform that puts drama out everywhere. Whereas if I had just shown up on Twitch and changed my race and been streaming, that wouldn't have been a big deal probably. But on, on Facebook, it got to be such a big deal, it spilled over to other platforms. But on Twitch, I was suspended two weeks. You don't want to just be doing Twitch. And if you're suspended two weeks or if you're not live or if you're sick or whatever it is, you do need to build your Twitch off of other platforms. Whereas some of these, like you could just use TikTok and not build anywhere else. Like I just used Facebook quite a while and got tons of growth. However, it's often short-term, very fragile growth. Hey, what's up, Mr. Maze Gaming? Nice to see you. How'd you get in here today? Sassy Sabby, what's up? Appreciate you watching. 
Yes, Lisa says a happy community is a happy Jerry. Yes, and what, what often makes a really happy community is a consistent community. The Toxic Magpie says, I like Twitch because it's the creator's decision to ban people, not some bot running algorithms. Three baller 20, nice to see you. Yes, I love that about Twitch also. So one reason I started multi-streaming again is because people kept getting banned off my Facebook streams by the algorithm. They'd post some comment and they'd get blocked. And then they couldn't comment on my live streams or anybody else's. And same thing, TikTok is really bad with that also. Mr. Maze Gaming says, I remember seeing you live like every day on Facebook, then I got to follow you from you recently on here. Hey, I appreciate you coming by. What I did on Twitch is I went through and looked back through uh, thousands of followers and tried to figure out who was a live streamer and who just had an account. And I clicked through thousands of profiles and I followed everybody that I thought looked like an active live streamer on Twitch. Because Twitch has a great community for live streaming. It's very easy to connect with other streamers on Twitch. Whereas YouTube and Facebook and TikTok, TikTok's got some good new features that makes it easier to connect with people. Mrs. Mays followed as well. We got Mr. Mays. Is Mrs. Mays related to Mr. Mays? Nice to see you both on here. So I think it's time to wrap the recording of this up on YouTube. I'm doing this live on Twitch then. I want every moment almost of my Twitch streams to be recorded and then put out as a standalone clip on YouTube. To me, that's an ideal recipe for me because it is kind of unreasonable. I, I want basically all the value I offer on my Twitch stream to be searchable on YouTube. YouTube is so good because like, I can take this one part of my live stream and then stick this up as a dedicated video on YouTube and the ideal way to grow is through evergreen content to get that ad revenue consistently. Like even if I don't upload to YouTube, I get hundreds of dollars a month in ad revenue even if I don't upload anything. All right, Mr. Maze Gaming, she's your wife, that's awesome. So I'm loving, I've tried so many different things streaming. I love streaming on Twitch and doing my Twitch stream in a way that I can clip every moment of it into YouTube and maybe I'll talk next about kind of my system for streaming on Twitch and clipping to YouTube so I appreciate you watching on if you're on YouTube this clip is going to end now I trust if you found if you want to really get connected if you watch all of this you need to follow on Twitch and come talk with us live and be a part of the community